I don't know how many of you are ready to hear something from God today. I believe that you are ready, right? One of the things that I was um, uh, forgot to mention to you was uh, just last year, God, he opened up a huge door about our region for the first time in history. Assemblies of God was able to plant churches throughout the whole region, more than 20 islands. And that, that gave us a really great opportunity that this year we're planning to form a fellowship uh, for the first time. And God is just, like I said before, he's on the move. Amen? Praise God. Let's go to uh, uh, First King, um, First Kings um, chapter 19. And uh, you probably heard this story many times. And, um, but today I'm going to be talking about unstoppable because we serve a God that he is unstoppable. Amen. Let me tell you, God, he is so powerful that no one can stop him. There's no one like him. There's no one that can even, you know, he says something in, in, uh, in Isaiah. He says something. He says, to whom can you compare me? <laughs> this, is, this is amazing. To whom can you compare me? It's like, find someone like me. Or even close like me. You know. So I'm going to be talking about unstoppable. Because, um, you know, the enemy may try to stop you. Let me tell you. But God won't allow that to happen. His plan is to stop you right away before you actually fulfill God's plan. So let's read. It says, now Ahab, First uh, Kings um, 19, 1 to, to uh, 9. It says, now Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah has done and how he has killed the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, may the gods deal with me. Be it so severely if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like that of one of them. Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. I don't know how you ran for your life any time. When he came to Beersheba and Judah, he left his servant there while he himself went a day of journey into the wilderness, so basically the desert. He came to a brown bush, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. Can you believe that? I have, he said, I have had enough, Lord. He said, take my life. I am not, hallelujah, better than my ancestors. He, it, this is a lot of drama right here. Then he said, then he lay down under a, a bush and he fell asleep. All at once an angel touched him and said, get up and eat. He looked around and there was, by his head, there was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. And he ate and drank and then lay down again. The angel of the Lord came back the second time, touched him. And, and said, get up and eat, for the journey is too much for you. Hallelujah. So he got up and ate and drank, strengthened by that food. He traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached the Mount of God. Hallelujah. It's just so incredible. There he went into a cave and spent the night. The Mount of God was Mount Horeb. Father, I thank you, God, for this day, for to this morning, God, I pray for a new revelation, Father, over our hearts, and that you speak, Holy Spirit. 
powerfully in a way that we can don't even um, hold to ourselves that we have to share with somebody else, God. And I pray that you uh, allow our mind to just focus on what you want to, to speak to us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. This story you heard about many, many times, I believe. Some of you have pr- probably preached about this uh, for, you know, in different ways and in different forms. But there's something really interesting that's happening over here, uh, uh, as you can see. You're talking about Elijah, you know, the prophet Elijah. Being afraid just because someone says something basically, that is going to do something to him. This, this is kind of how it's going to go. But you're talking about someone that God used just a day before, or maybe hours, or maybe, you know, a, a, a moment before. God used these men of God to actually pray so rain can, can fall down. Not just that, but fire will come down. This is so incredible. And, and, you know, bear with me, um, I'm, I'm actually, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to you on my fourth language, which is English. So, so, so this is going to go really, really amazing here. Because God, sometimes we think that after a storm, we think all the time, and we believe and we know that the calm will come right. And we just hope for, for that shiny day that it's going to come. Yeah, it will come. But let me tell you something as well. After a, 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 a right beautiful day, there is a storm also approaching towards you. And you may think, well, I don't want storm. I'm, I'm sorry, but storms are not to destroy you, but to make you stronger than actually, and to keep you for, uh, 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 in, in a way that you will be ready for the next one. You will have experience for the next one. That's what storm does. And in the Caribbean, we go through a lot of storms, believe me, a lot of storms. Every year, there is a hurricane coming, and everyone is getting ready, preparing themselves. But, but this storm that came to Elijah was a storm that was not just physically, it was mentally as well. Let me tell you, the, one of the problems, one of the things that actually get to us even more is the storm in our minds. It does not allow us to sleep. It does not allow us to actually eat. It does not allow us to actually move forward. And the number one thing that he was, he said in in, in verse 3, it says, Elijah was afraid and he ran for his life. This This is incredible. How can you be afraid after you killed 800 prophets, God used you mightily, you, you, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you are actually see a miracle taking place right there. God is using you, and the following hour, or the following day, something, an attack come against you, and you don't know what to do. And you're like, well, I, I don't know what to do. And actually, uh, uh, we know who Jezebel was. Everybody knows how, how she was. She was like when you say, I, I, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Lion Kings. Have you seen the movie Lion Kings? It's a great movie, right? But every time someone said the name Mufasa, they were afraid. They knew who Mufasa. This is like, you, you know, Jezebel was actually like when people say Mufasa. They say, you know, Mufasa, ooh. It was like that. They were afraid of her. Of her. She Says something. She said, let me tell you, uh, uh, 
Elijah, by tomorrow, I made sure you are dead just like you kill each one of my prophets. Why? Because she knew that those prophets, they were prophesying on her behalf. Everything she liked, everything she, she needed, they were actually prophesying just all the good stuff and never to tell her how wrong she was. And a lot of times we don't realize how God, you know, is, is, is allowing things to take place to shake us up a little bit. Because we don't, we don't see that, you know, oh, now Elijah, he's saying, I'm afraid, and he's running for his life. The time that I remember running for, for my life was when I, in, in the Caribbean, there are a lot of dogs outside. And believe me, there are a lot of dogs. And they can chase you. And a dog was chasing me one time. And that was the first time that I realized that I could do things like superhero stuff. I could jump into, into, into fence and, and, and do stuff, climb walls that I never was able to do before. It's when you realize, I mean, being afraid, one of the things that does, it will paralyze you as well. It will actually, fa- uh, fear is the absence of faith. Fear actually will stop you and will also allow you to do things that you never did before. This is one of the things that he did. He actually, Elijah said he was so afraid that he went to Beersheba in Judah. And this is the first thing that happens. Once you've been walking so much, you've been just, just, just nonstop. The enemy has been attacking you and you don't know what to do. Depression will get to you. And you will get depressed. And once you are so depressed, this is, this is what happened. After you're so depressed and you don't know what to do, this is what you start doing. You don't want no one to be near you. Most of the people that are depressed or going through stuff, they don't want people to talk to them. They don't want to hear from anybody. And, and actually, it's totally the opposite. You should talk to people. You should be around people. You should come more often to church. You should allow God to really speak to you right here in church instead of you. And this is what he did. He left his servant and he said, you know what? Stay over here. And this is what he does. He, he leaves his servant in a place and then he goes to a lonely place this is this is number one you go lonely place he sat down under a lonely bush think about this and he just said god i just want to die after all the things that god has done you because you heard a threat from, from someone someone is threatening you and 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 that person does not have the power the ultimate power to actually really destroy you without god's power There's no authority like God. He will determine when you are done, not your circumstances. It is not what's happening. Let me tell you, what's happening over here doesn't have nothing to do with what God's going to do over here. Your storm, category five, that is taking place over here, he's just, he's just allowing you to go through that storm for a moment to make you stronger for the other one that we may become. And you have strength to actually say, I know how to be prepared for the next one. And this is what's happening to him. He's ready to give up. He's, he's afraid. Many of us, we get and we uh, uh, are right away afraid when we hear a bad report or something that is going to take place, is going to happen. Let me, uh, 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 the, let me just remind you 
no weapon against this church, no weapon against your, your, your life, your family will prosper if God does not allow it. It's regardless. You know, a lot of people say, I'm going to make my house really protected with cameras and all that stuff. But the word of God says, unless God watches over the town, there's no way that you can actually protect yourself. Meaning you can put all the security you want, but if God is not protecting you, you are actually really unprotected completely. You know, this is how he's actually trying to say it. And, 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 and a lot of time when we're stuck, when we cannot move and we feel like, I don't know what to do right now. Elijah, he didn't know what to do besides just saying, God, I'm just ready to give up. I, I don't know what to do. You know, might as well just, I just die. I should die. This is funny because Moses says the same thing. And you see many of the men of God, they got to a point that they say, God, might as well, I should just die. A lot of time we are just so ready just to say to God, God, I'm ready to give up. I'm stuck right now in this situation and I don't know what to do. But let me tell you, this is, this is what God says. There's this guy that he was actually driving a Ford and he was trying to fix his car on, on the side of the road. And he couldn't fix it. He himself, he was a mechanic. And he himself, he said, I don't know what to do. I'm, I, I, I've been here for hours on the side of the road trying to fix my vehicle and nothing's been happening. All of a sudden, this guy in a really well-dressed, uh, uh, beautiful limousine, he just stops by. And, and he pulls over and he, and he just says, you know, hey, um, can I help you? Let, let me help you. And the guy, he's like, I'm sorry, you are so well-dressed. I don't want you to get, you know, all messed up, your clothing, all the... No, 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 uh, um, I'm, I'm okay. And many times we tell God just the same thing. God, 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 he comes to help us, and we're like, no, no, God, I don't need your help. I, I'm okay. I, I, I can do it myself. But, yeah, but you've been doing it for over two hours, and you cannot fix it. I mean, do you still, you know, and the guy, he comes, and he still persists, and he's like, let me help you. And the guy said, okay, go ahead. The guy goes to the vehicle. He fixes the car in 10 minutes. The guy's so amazed. He's like, how, how were you able to fix my car in 10 minutes? And the guy said, do, do you know who I am? The guy said, no. Do you want to know? Yes. My name is Henry Ford. I am the creator of that car. I know every detail in that car. I didn't create the car to be stuck on the side of the road. I created with the intention to go and to bring people back and forth, to go to fulfill the plan that I created, that I intended for. And God says the same thing in Jeremiah chapter 1. He says, I know you before you were born. This is so incredible. He knows every detail of this church, of your life, your destiny. Everything is taking place. He said, I didn't create you for you to be stuck. God didn't create this church or planted this church in this, in this place right here to be stuck, but to move forward, to fulfill God's plan, God's vision for your life. You are not stuck. You got to understand. And, and, then, and then you wonder. The word of God talks about in, 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 in Luke's, uh, uh, in the book of Mark, it talks about, and these signs shall follow those who believe. And we love that because it says, in my name, you shall, you know, rebuke uh, uh, demons, you heal the, the, the sick people. It's a whole list of, of great things. But a lot of people, they want to do all of that, but they forgot one thing. It says, and these signs shall follow. 
How can you do something? How can something follow you if you don't move? You can never follow a parked car. Never. As you go, as you do something in faith, as you move in faith, it says that you will see it happen. If you don't do nothing, nothing's going to. And, and my second point, my second point is don't give up yet. Many of us, we're ready to give up. When I was in Antigua, I, I came to a situation, I mean, so hard to my family that we said, it's, it's much easier to give up than to continue, actually. It is much easier. That's what we think. That is, in our mind, giving up does not make the process shorter. It does not make the process much easier or, 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 or less. It does not make that process that we are in. It doesn't. Actually, it, it, it makes us to realize that once you give up, that's God's that's, that's the enemy's plan to actually to allow you to give up before you fulfill what God has intended for you. Think about this. You know, uh, uh, Jesus, when he was a baby, what was the first thing that uh, the king wants to do? He wants to kill him. And that's the, that's the enemy's plan. He wants to kill you before you fulfill what God has intended for your life. So what's happening over here is actually you may think, well, I don't know what's happening over here. And, and, and this, has been, this storm has been raging. It's been destroying me. But he's saying this is just for you uh, to be distracted. But it's what's happening over here that you need to pay attention. And that, you know, uh, 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 Jesus at the age of two, you know, he was uh, about to be killed. And, and the angel had to come and, and help and rescue him. Not just him, Moses too, when he was a baby. Because he, the enemy knew that he was going to be the one that's going to get the people out of Egypt. Not just that, Joseph. And you go one by one, the enemy wants to destroy you. You may think, you may look at it too like a different perspective. Well, maybe it's that person or maybe I have an issue or whatever. It, it could be whatever you think. But the plan, the ultimate plan is to destroy you. And God, he's going to send help because he knows the potential that is inside of you. He knows that only, he knows that through you, people are going to come to Jesus Christ. Think about, have you ever seen someone that does not know Jesus Christ talking about about Jesus to somebody else to come to know Jesus? You will never see that. Because it's through someone that knows about him have to speak about him. You cannot speak about something that you don't know. And you can never go to a place or you can never recommend a place to anyone if you have never been there. A lot of people said to me, oh, the, you know, you know uh, I, recommend, I, I would love for you to go to this place, to this, uh, you know, to the beach or to this place, you know, or whatever, uh, or, 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 you know, restaurant. But if you've never been there, <laughs> you're really not telling me. You've got to be there first. You've got to go there first so you can tell me how it really is. You know, it's really great. And this is what happened. It says that he came to a point. That he was ready to give up. And many of us were ready to give up. And God said, don't give up yet. You know, discouragement plus fatigue equals depression. 
You're just so tired because it's been year you've been doing it and doing it and you don't see nothing. But God said, hold on because help is on the way. Hallelujah. Help is on the way. This is so incredible that it is now a lot of time we're like focus on, on, on what we see. You know, this major storm. And I'm talking about this because, you know, we go through storms every, every single time. The enemy didn't want us to make it to Antigua. He doesn't want us to go to Antigua. He will allow us to, to not to raise our funds. He will allow us to, to, to make us feel like we don't have, you know, why, why should we go? There's so much stuff. There's water here. There's hot showers here. Let me tell you, praise God for hot showers. It took us a year for us to take a hot shower. When we went, I told my friend, I'm sorry, but I'm going to stay a little longer in your bathroom today. And he said to me, go ahead, brother. It's yours. I was there for about an hour, just crying and praising God for hot water. And I said, thank you, Jesus. I went, I was driving over here, over there in Antigua. They drive on the opposite side of the road. When I got here, I was so confused. I didn't know which side should I go to or enter to my car. Because I was so confused. I just thank God for the road. Thank you, God. There's no potholes over here. I praise you for this. But I know where I'm going. Back, like pastor, like, like my brother said. You know, I know. And, it, and I'm not going back because of anything but because of the call that God has in my life. Over that nation. Over that place. And I I'm, I'm, I'm just want to let you know. This is my third point. It says, help is on the way. The angel came, and the angel actually went to him. And, 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 and this is by faith. You need to understand that faith has to take a place in here. You cannot do uh, uh, you know, anything without actually having faith. It's, it's faith actually is, is the currency of heaven, basically. You cannot get nothing without faith. You know, that's how powerful it is. And, 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 and this, you know, one time there, there's all those priests, you know, uh, a, a lot of pastors and a lot of bishop and all those names that you can, I don't know, I cannot never name all those people. But, uh, uh, but, but they came together and they were praying for something. You know, have you gotten to this time when you've been praying for something, but you don't see a lot of results? Because I don't, I, you know, but let me tell you, th- th- this is what they did. They came to a big platform and they were praying. They said, God, send the rain. This is the Catholic priest. He's come. He does his, all his stuff. And he said, God, I need for you to send the rain. No rain. The, 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 there's the bishop come, God send the rain, no rain. There's the, 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 the Pentecostal pastor, he comes, God send the rain, no rain. All of a sudden, so I brought this. All of a sudden, there's this little kid, a little kid, just dragging an umbrella. He, the umbrella was bigger than him. He's dragging the umbrella, right? And he actually gets to the same spot. And he says something so powerful. He opens the umbrella and he says, God, send the rain. And it started raining. And all the pastors and all the bishop and all of them, they were just so frustrated. And they were like, how is that possible that God answered the prayer of that little kid? And he didn't answer our prayer. We are the pastor. We are the leaders. And he didn't answer us. 
that little kid, he went to them, he heard what they were saying, and he said to them, let me tell you, if you would have brought an umbrella, God would have answered your prayer. It is not just for you to say, God send the rain. The question is, do you have an umbrella? Because I can tell God, God send the rain. But you're not ready for that rain to come. You're not ready to do what God really wants to do, you know, through you. And God wants for you to know, do you have an umbrella in your situation? Do you have one? Because we can pray to God, God, I want you to do this. I want, let me, think about this. Elijah, he did something. He said, prepare everything, the altar. Prepare, put water. He prepared everything, even extra. And then he said, God Almighty, send the fire. There got to have to be a preparation of your heart, of your life, before you actually receive what God's kind about to do. If we're not ready, we cannot go anywhere. We cannot move anywhere. And this, you know, uh, 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 this little kid, he came ready to the platform, to the same prayer meeting. And he said, I'm ready. When God sent the rain, I got my umbrella. And that's what's going to take place. I'm going to close with this. You know, I know that I know the God's plan for your life. It is not just coming in here and sitting down and worshiping. And it's more. It is a lot more. There's, there's way a lot more. But the enemy wants to make you feel like, well, this is said, you know, this is what I do. No, 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 no. If you allow God to use you, there is a lot more. That's why the enemy wants to stop you. But God, he will send help. And he said that he sent the angel to remind him. And he gave him food. This is so incredible. To lead uh, Elijah out of depression and the way that he was doing, God has to allow him to rest and to eat. Then God, actually, then he said, I'm going to confront you. I'm going to confront you uh, uh, with something, with the need to return to the mission that God has called you. There's a mission that God has placed in our heart. All of us. In Antigua, a lot of Chinese are, I'm coming, are, are, are coming to Antigua right now. And you know what I'm doing? I'm learning Chinese. Chinese will be my fifth language, actually. And I'm learning. And I'm learning why? Because it doesn't matter what it takes. They need to know Jesus as well. If I cannot go to their country and they have so much, you know, uh, uh, red tape or, or, or problem to even speak about Jesus over there. Well, when they get here, I don't have none of that. I can talk to them. I'm going to use that. You know, and so this is what it is. God is going to send help because he knows that the journey of this church, of your life, of your family is really long. It is not done when uh, 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 she said, uh, 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 Jezebel, whatever she said, it's not about that. And that's the reason why God wants for you to understand that God's provision is on the way. God's willing to fight for you. It is there as well. But also, God will be the only one that he will say when you are done not your situation not anything he will determine that i'm just i just i'm just so fired up about what god is going to do not just uh, in this region but everywhere this is not about me it's not about you it's about him And because it's about him, it's his name. It says, in your name, hallelujah, we come. 
When you heal something, when you pray for someone, you don't say, I'm praying in the name of Billy Roman. No, there's nothing is going to happen. It's in the name of Jesus. When you say his name, hallelujah, there is something that happens. And it doesn't matter if you, if you see or you don't see it. It will happen because his name has power. And our life has been changed. And you cannot, you cannot give what you don't have. But we give what we have, which is the love of Jesus Christ. It says, and this, you shall know that they are my disciples because they love one to another. How do you know that you work at Walmart? Because you wear a shirt that says Walmart. And you get there and you say, oh, that's an employer for Walmart. Okay, that, that, that works for Wawa. That one is from, uh, you know, whatever, uh, uh, KFC. Uh, uh, you know, because you know, you know it. And it says, that's how you will know they're my disciple. You know, you know them because they love what there's something on you that has to say love because it, they know it. And this, this is incredible. I, I would love for you to stand up for a moment. Hallelujah. Do you have your umbrella today? Are you so concerned that God's not going to send help? I want to let you know that God will send help. God is ready to send help. He's already sending help. The question is, do you see it? Because the storm that is taking place over here has been so much on, on, on our radar that we are not even seeing what he's about to do over here. And God is like, listen, I'm ready to do something amazing. You wonder why. It's really simple. I, I walk with this everywhere. He says, we know this. He says, for I know not the plan. I, I'm sorry, but if somebody said the plan, they're, they're wrong. It says plans with an S. Plans, meaning there's more than just one time. Meaning there's just, it doesn't stop right here. It goes beyond and I don't know if you've been just just, just attacked. And, and I don't know what's been happening. I don't even know. And I don't need to know. But what I know is that we serve a powerful God that he is unstoppable. No weapon against his church shall prosper. I don't care who comes. It doesn't matter. This is what it is. He said, I have plans for you declares the Lord this is just amazing and then he, he goes back again the second time listen plans again to prosper you this is the second time first time plans second time plans this is the third time and now it says plans to prosper you and not to harm you third time he says plans again how many plans do you have for my life this is not just a one-time thing. He's telling you the first time, just so you didn't know, the second time as a confirmation, and the third time as it's established. <laughs> this is incredible. Plans to give you a hope. Many times we just lose, we, we lost our hope. I don't have no hope. I don't know. I don't see anything. You don't need to see anything. You just need to start believing and, 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 and understanding that even though there is nothing, you can say, thank you for John 
for Mark. For That's how it is. You don't need to have anything. It's there. But you have to say and understand that the power of God is going to move in your faith as you act upon him. And then to give you a future. This is, this is beyond. And I don't know there's anyone in here that needed it to hear this today that God is unstoppable and that he has a plan for you, for this church, for your people. He will give you the ability. Believe me, don't, don't, don't say, well, I don't know what to do. Well, step. He said, well, as you move, as you do step. This is the thing. When they were walking in, in the desert, they were actually moving because the crowd was directing them. But, but this is incredible. It's as they move, the crowd moves. You don't move, the cloud does not move. You got to move behind the cloud, which is Jesus. You know, the Holy Spirit, he's there moving. Are you moving? You feel stuck. Like Elijah, he feels stuck, but God has to send help. God has sent help. He, 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 there's help in here. There's hope.